Hello and welcome to, I think, episode 14 of the Master of Nothing podcast. Um, it has been a long, long time coming. Um, I think I think it's almost been about a year, or a year and a half, probably almost two years, um, since I did the last episode, um, or episodes. Uh, we did th- I did 13 uh, by myself, and um, we are finally back. Well, well overdue been talking mad shit for ages about getting back into the groove of things um, but just haven't pulled the trigger um, and we have a new guest well not a guest a new host um, who will also be on here Ryan welcome thank you thank you um, I mean introductions are awkward right yeah it's awkward to like to like introduce yourself and like because you're not because usually when they give people to introduce themselves on podcasts they're like they're like guests and they're kind of like b-list celebrities so like they have like a list of accolades and they're like, oh yeah, you might see me on yada yada yada, but you're just Ryan the youth worker. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think of introductions. I think like when you're in a like team meeting, they're like let's go around and introduce yourself. Uh, <laughs> let's do something fun. Let's do two truths and a lie. Yeah, it's yeah. Like always awkward and yeah. always awkward, always forced, and it's like you're trying to force something that takes time. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I'd say with our work, um, when we did our work training. That you would have done as well um they do the same thing they have like an icebreaker and it's like the icebreaker is awful no one really remembers anything but once you're like four days in everyone's yeah properly gelled no one's listening they're just trying to figure out their own things what they're gonna say yeah <laughs> everyone's nervous as yeah um all right well i'll make it easy i'll i'll give you like a few short questions that you can answer yeah. and because like the you want people to figure out who you are through the podcast right yeah and like the first of all we met through work um ryan and i work we're both residential youth workers i mean we won't say what company we work for because that's a bit weird i think yeah and like <laughs> maybe some of the shit that we talk about might get us fired no i don't think it's like i don't think it's that bad but i just think yeah what is the, we don't really need to mention the company we work for and um but we work together and that's how we met um we do 24-hour shifts so when you work 24-hour shifts you like you spend a lot of time with the person and um, there's a lot of downtime where you're talking shit and i think you have mates who had a podcast who were doing it as well yeah. and then i was like well you know is there any chance that they would um you know help have any advice or anything like that and then you were like oh they're sort of busy at the moment but i'd be interested to help out and that's sort of how we got onto yeah. to you being um jumping on board with this yeah. um First, yeah, we'll go with some quick fire questions yep. just so we can get the awkwardness out of the way because <laughs> introducing yourself and talking about yourself can be gross yep. and I totally understand. Um, how old are you? 25. 25. Holy shit, you're young. <laughs> well, well like, I'm, like, I'm not that much older than you. Well, I'm yep. 28. That's only three years, but I feel like that's a long three years. Yeah. 25 to 28, you know what I mean? Does that... Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Once you're getting, you're like, there's like the different maturity level between 25 and 28 year olds, I reckon. Yeah, I'm glad you recognized that. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> now, the, like, I mean, if being 25 now, if you look at 20, oh, so big a difference, eh? that's a massive five years, right? That's huge. Yeah. Like, when you're 20, like, all you want to do is just go party the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and for some people that doesn't end <laughs> for some people that doesn't i got made to a well into their 30s who go very hard <laughs> um 
All right, first question. How old are you? 25. Where, where were you born? Uh, Sydney. Australia. Raised and born. Born in Sydney. What national are you? Fully Aussie, even though I don't say it, I am fully Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> like Aussie coming from here, though. Like, oh, like so. My parents grew up in Ride. My grandparents grew up in Ride. I so love that. I go like Aussie coming from where, and you go Ride, a <laughs> suburb. <laughs> it's like not not Ireland, not Scotland, but just like a suburb in Sydney. Dude, so far back. Like I might have Irish or Scottish or something in there. I don't really know. It goes just like. Three generations back, I was in, and they just stopped paying attention. Oh, really? Yeah, like my mum's side goes all the way back to convicts. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, my um, yeah, great, my grandma's like whatever is great, great something came over stealing a loaf of bread. Standard story. Really? Yeah, second. That's thing. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So like, there might be like some heavy racism in your lineage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There might be some wild racist stories, yeah. and the damn. Yeah, I'm always interested in people who are like, um, who have been here, their families have been here for that long. Because it's few and far between, I feel like, in Sydney. Yeah. Like, I mean, my experience is lots of Middle Eastern, mm. um, lots of people who are like, sort of, yeah, third, mm. second generation family come, like parents come over from like England, mm. from Ireland, yeah. Scotland. But damn. Yeah. All right, well, we got that out of the way. Um, do you play sport? Yeah, I play basketball. basketball. Play basketball. Yeah. Uh, what did you do before you did youth work? I was in real estate. Yeah, what, yeah. see, there it goes. <laughs> there it game. goes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone judge, judge hard as well. Yeah, yeah so what, like, yeah, that's interesting. I always thought, and I like that about you, that you went from doing something that is like, I mean, it's it's purely about money, right? Oh, so much. It's just a fucking wank fest almost at the meetings and so like, Yeah. You go to a conference and literally everyone's just telling you, they get up and the people that get up literally just tell you to the dollar what they made and like that makes them the best and like everyone just talks about money. They'll sit at the table and tell each other what they just earned last year. Yeah. What goal is for this year. Yeah, because I can't, I can't imagine, I, I can't imagine people being in it because they have this deep love for properties. And like, like I can understand people having a deep love for like the hustle of it, yeah. because people do like that is very like, you know, people have to be very business minded, and people are hustlers. You know, yeah. people have that sort of yeah. um, salesman type personality, yeah. which is like, you know, is a super popular thing to do, and I think like sort of took off like nineties, early two thousands of being like the charismatic salesman. Yeah, I mean. And, people got into it like it used to be in the 90s people get into it and they like just be mates with everyone in the suburb mm. they'd sell the house and then like commission was their thing and they could actually be good blokes and do right by the buyer and the seller nowadays it's just fucked it's, yeah yeah i mean it's yeah it's a dirty, dirty <laughs> as well. but but that's what, like i was saying that's what i liked about you is that you went from doing something that was like that to doing our type of work and although we get paid good there's like easier ways to make money <laughs> yeah. than yeah. the type of work that we do yeah, yeah definitely and so you took because i remember you did like a counselor's course right yeah diploma of counseling yeah. yeah and then from there you were like i would want you want to do something yeah. a bit more people-based yeah my mate told me about a job it's like seek but it's called escaljobs.com jumped on that throughout like a bunch of resumes got a call up didn't yeah, even no. know what the job was. Ethicaljobs.com. Yeah. Damn, you, you're making up for that family lineage. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make myself sound good. 
<laughs> yeah, when they trace back the lineage, they're like, damn, Ryan, you've killed a lot of, your family has killed a lot of people, man. At least, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty, it's a crazy line of work for people, people who are listening. Uh, there is, you know, there's youth work and then there's the kind of youth work that we do. And like, we work with like, kids who have complex traumas who have been taken from their families who have such severe behavioral issues that they can't um they can't function in like a you know everyday normal life so they need to go somewhere where they have 24 7 around the clock care um you know outside providers working with them counselors and um, therapists and all sorts of different things and like i think unless you are in that industry or you it's kind of lurking in the shadows a wee bit right yeah like did you before you were working there did you have any idea that, that i didn't even know about people say residential youth work i would have just i really would have had to google it to figure out exactly what it was like i had no idea what the yeah what the role was even then yeah i remember asking in the interview what it was i didn't understand till training what it actually the job actually was mm. i think um yeah, it was like I had a very similar experience when I first, because I got into youth work through uh, working at the Juvie, or at a Juvie in, um, in Christchurch, back in New Zealand. And, you know, I knew that the type of kids that were there, I knew that they existed, and I knew that that was like an issue, and there was a, you know, kids went to Juvie, but I just didn't know how deep the problem was and how big the problem was. Yeah. Um, and also, like, how severe most of their lives were um mm. you know the type of abuse and the type of neglect that they were coming from like i i wasn't aware of just how intense it was um so yeah i can and, and yeah coming here and working in residential care it's just it's a different it's a different beast yeah always a shortage if anyone out there is wanting to work with young people there is never a shortage of work like we're just constantly um needing staff members needing you know it's a high turnover rate of staff and that's not to do with anything to do with the company i don't think um it's to do with the kind of lifestyle i mean like we do 24-hour shifts if you have a family and you have a you know a wife and kids or your know, husband and kids at home it's those are difficult hours to work and those are awkward hours yeah. like you're sleeping over yeah you know like that's it's weird and it, it, it is suited to people like yourself and me who are young yeah um and yeah there's a couple of other people in the company but majority like 20s 30s yeah i feel yeah definitely i'm clinging on to that like i'm on the edge of a cliff to say that i'm young <laughs> i was like, i'm 28 now i got what, two more years but 30 is still young 30 is still young i reckon the 35 is still young yeah i reckon i reckon like i reckon once you're 40 you're like yeah yeah, yeah that's where yeah we're over we're on the we're at the top of the hill and we're about to go tumbling down but people in their 40s probably big to differ yeah i mean that's why it's nice hanging out with like you for say will tell me no you're still young mate you're still young <laughs> you know, like my girlfriend she's 23 she's like, fuck you're old it's nice you're older people like enjoy it enjoy it yeah but, yeah, yeah i mean I, I have no fear of getting old though if i'm being honest with you yeah. i um yeah some people are just like mind you there's people in their 40s who would be like probably have you know a more active mm -hmm. fitter mm -hmm. stronger mm -hmm. 
probably Anthea Primes that are looking at us now or would be listening to us going, what idiots? Mm. Like, you know, that's... Mate, my um, old boss from real estate, he was 47, um, got divorced, and then just got fucking shredded. And he looks like he's 30 now. He looked like older when he was like 47. He's like 50 now. He's fucking shredded. He has a PT six times a week. Just, yeah. Yeah, a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> a real estate agent who's recently single. That sounds exactly right. right. Shocker. He cheated on his wife with the sales assistant. No <laughs> way. See, you can't, you couldn't write this type of shit, right? Like, it's just, it, it feels like it belongs on, like, a, a sitcom. The stereotypes are true. Yeah. <laughs> like, true. yeah. Like, when there's smoke, there's fire. And, like... I mean, is he is he juiced up? He's probably juiced up, right? No, no, he's actually um, he's all natural. He's always on like the. Is that what he said? <laughs> has he got fat nipples? Did, you, <laughs> did he go? I'm natural, and did you go? Show me your nipples right now. I want to see. You tell. Yeah, like you, like, you, like people who do roys, they get like gyno. I think it's, is it gyno or gyno? I don't know what it is, but there's a certain name for it where your nipples go fat, and it has something to do with like. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm about to paradox some shit. Like I know what I'm talking about, but I do know because I had a mate who, um, <laughs> I had a mate who did a couple cycles, and that was like in the era of like getting juiced up for Stereosonic. Oh, yeah. Like he was, <laughs> he was, like he was doing that, and he, um, yeah, his nipples went like wide and fat. Massive dinner plates, eh? Yeah, not not dinner plates. Like it didn't get like bicky nippies. Yeah. He got like I don't know how to explain it. Like his nipples turned into like little grapes. And <laughs> yeah i think those are like the two tells tells yeah. signs like they got fat guy on nipples yeah. or they got back knee yeah like, back knee i've heard of that one the mad back yeah. knee yeah but like like white people just get back knee right yeah i feel like i've seen that a lot on white people i know a lot of my mates have yeah definitely got back knee just yeah what is that yeah. i don't you know what i understand people that like go can i pop your pimple for you yeah, that that always grossed me out a bit. I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> or people that watch those like Doctor Pimple. Yeah, fuck man, those things make me sick. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I did like I used to see someone, and one time I had a cyst on my armpit, and oh, it was uh, oh, was it a cyst? It was like it was like a yeah, it was like a cyst, kind of like a boil type thing. It was fucking nasty, <laughs> and um, it was massive to the point where like I could barely put my arm down. Oh, but um, yeah, the person I was seeing at the time. I got this lotion, put it on it, and it softens it all up, yeah. and they fucking popped it. And it was, <laughs> it was so, so nasty. It was like, yeah, like I couldn't even, I can't, I can't describe the color of the stuff coming out of it. Yeah, think of like a, the color of like a Sydney sun, Sydney sunset. You know, it's kind of like yellowy pink. Sickening to hear. Yeah, nasty. That's the, yeah, that's probably the worst thing that's come out of my body. That, that was disgusting. <laughs> um, but damn, we got sidetracked. Yeah. Introducing you. Anyway, the, you know, people will get to know you as the podcast goes on. That's the whole idea of it, right? We don't want to sit here and do like a, yeah. you know, you got the kind of important things out of the way. Yeah. Um, racist lineage, <laughs> how old you are. Um, people can, you know, I can officially call you young buck or like young blood, you know? Um, but yeah, one thing Ryan has bought, and he has kindly bought his own personal stash. Ryan is a wine drinker and a bougie wine drinker as well. So, 
<laughs> I will to me anyone who drinks wine is bougie. Yeah. And he's bought what? Uh what do you call this? It's wine selectors. You sign up and like you get twelve bottles, we get it monthly, customized, get to choose what kind of wine, because there's different types, you know, different types of white and red. But the yeah. See this is ridiculous, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, but this is <laughs> like the description on I'm gonna read out the description of one of these wines. What is this? An Angove is that how you say it? Yeah, that's what we're having. Angove Studio Series Shiraz 2019. This is the description. And, you know, I really question whoever's palate is able to taste these different types of flavors. And to get this from sipping what I just sipped, and my description of it is something close to ass. <laughs> but I'm not a wine drinker, nor am I a wine fan. But this is the description they have full dark red, lifted dark cherry. Is it cassis yeah. and toasty oak, full-bodied, dense and concentrated, with a plush mix of plum, currant and mulberry, complexing cherry oak, and not cherry oak, but cherry oak, C-H-A-R-R-Y, I don't know what the fuck that is, <laughs> uh, deep tannins, terrific texture, and silken tannin persistence. It's like a creative writing, isn't it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, it is like creative writing. It's like when you have like to, you got to write 1500 words <laughs> and you've put your heart and soul into a thousand words and you've got 500 left to fill in. And you know, when you just do word vomit at school, <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's actually a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. It's like, how do I, how do I get out another 500 useless <laughs> fucking words? I mean, full dark red, like they're saying this, like they, like, like colors have a very distinct taste like i should know what red tastes like or i should know what like you know a purple well the other one in here is a deep red purple they go on and it's every month we get this paper and it says describes the wine we read it really intrigued the first time we got it and we're like realized just fucking waffle yeah <laughs> yeah it is it's a lot of waffle i saw once it said something with a ting of like tobacco or some shit in it <laughs> <laughs> The one I like here is what was the other page? It was, uh, where are we? And cedar oak. Yeah. So like that's a wood, right? So that's like. So is it the is it the barrel? That's what I was gonna say. They barrel them sometimes, and I can. It's it's even when you go to wine tastings, you sit there and listen. But sometimes you got like these old white people pouring it to you, and they're telling you about it, and like fuck, it sounds like a wank fest. Like yeah, they're going about yeah i mean it's and but like anyone who gets into something and they commit their lives to it yeah. there is like a bit of corniness to it yeah like even like i watch like you know i think weed culture is awesome and i think that like yeah. people who smoke different strains um yeah. for a job like they have because high times magazines they rate different types of strains yeah. of weed and they'll have someone yeah. who will get all of them and they will just smoke spend all day smoking <laughs> weed and will rate but they do the same thing. Yeah. You know, they will give like the weed say that oh has these like different sort of citrusy flavors and stuff and it's like it's Oh, so they talk about the flavors when you smoke weed. I mean I've seen the different strains where they like, give you different effects, head, body high, yeah, not, taste like, and the smell and all that and yeah. like yeah, different uh, different types of high. Wow, I didn't Sorry, take the drink. Um not of the wine. <laughs> I'm not a wine drinker and um I will try though. I'll make an effort. I'm not going to completely um, uh, diss what you're into. To be honest, when you pair it with food, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
anything paired with food though right yeah that's true is, is, but like no I can see that because what do they say to drink this with yeah anyway let's get off the topic of yeah. wine yeah. Ryan is a bougie wine drinker from North Sydney um, <laughs> that's where you grew up right yeah yeah basically yeah basically figures yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not eastern suburbs I mean. yeah true well, is, that, is that more bougie is that like bougie bougie I feel like it, yeah like Eastern suburbs, people are definitely a little bit more bougie than like. Yeah, yeah, true. I wouldn't have though, no idea. Um, but yes, main topic, not main topic, but I think something that is important to address is sort of why the long, long time sort of layover from the last few episodes that I did. Um, yeah, I mean, I started it, and I just, I think I kind of lost interest. I also had like personal things going on in my life as well and um wasn't necessarily in the right mind space to be doing something um well i probably like, i could have i had time to do it but i just was choosing not to um just being a bit of a m miserable sod for a wee bit um and these things aren't good to do if you're in a bad headspace yeah yeah it's like you know you need energy you need you know to have sort of a sense of clarity um to be able to just even though it is just waffling on about shit right this is not the kind of podcast where we're trying to be super informative um and that we're you know talking about one topic or talking about but to talk about anything i feel yeah. you know you need to be in the right headspace and i think how long have we been planning to do an episode probably six seven months probably six, yeah yeah exactly six seven months probably even longer than that actually probably yeah probably like eight eight nine maybe even ten months yeah well how long have you been working with us for for 11 months i mean yeah so 13 months 13 months oh wow yeah. damn time flies so what yeah probably about seven or eight months mm. um and i think we just keep on making excuses as to like we wanted to be perfect we wanted to be this or to be that and there's never going to be the perfect time or the right time there's always going to be something wrong or an issue yeah. um you know we have full-time jobs so we're going to try and juggle it with that um you have you know you've got a partner as well um which arguably is another full-time job um <laughs> it doesn't pay well was it no i take that back that's mean um but that yeah i mean we're just lots of excuses as to why and i think you know when you just sort of get to the when you run out of excuses right yeah you run out of excuses and you go well you know it's just the right time to do it yeah. um but we are here we're back and it, I, I will try and keep them as consistent as we can yeah um we wanted to do video i did say in the last couple of episodes that i was doing that i wanted to do video and i wanted to come back and make sure that everything was done properly um but we just haven't got around to organizing it yeah. um but i still want to keep releasing content in the meantime and getting used yeah. to being on the microphone yeah and like you know us getting a bit of chemistry of talking on the microphone because it is one thing to be able to have conversations just normally it's another thing to be able to like do it in a way that's um that people are willing to listen to on a podcast and uh that will take time so instead of just waiting to you know making excuses as to like oh the, you know we don't have the right video we don't have the right editing or this or that or whatever um i think it's just good to start putting yeah. in episodes um and what's difficult is that the episodes i did so long ago it was so long ago that i think 
you almost need to do another reintroduction to the podcast just so people know what the podcast is going to be about um and it, and it is you know quite accurately described in the title um master of nothing meaning talking about whatever issues and whatever topics we want to talk about not necessarily or not definitely not experts on anything um you know i would say that we've probably logged in our ten thousand hours of youth work but you know that's probably the only area that we could probably talk about as far as being experts in but everything else you know um jack of all trades master of nothing you know i want to be able to talk about everything and not pigeonhole ourselves to one topic um and really just waffle on some shit you know i really like the podcast that uh, um talk about you know sort of social commentary um talk about whatever issues are going on and we would obviously um be targeting australia new zealand issues um and then because today it's like a you know it's a world community so you know whatever news is coming from america or anything like that things that are big on the headlines that we feel like we have a, an opinion on or we want to talk about um we will be and i think it's important to remember like whatever we're into is the main thing yeah lean, lean into your interests yeah, and we will enjoy it so i think we'll, we'll definitely be having content about marvel um both big marvel fans and i mean that universe just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper um and i think we do have very varied views yeah on some movies um yeah definitely yeah definitely do yeah and it's okay that you're wrong <laughs> and you know we can discuss that on, <laughs> we can discuss that as you know sensible adults and um get to the reason why you're wrong but <laughs> but yeah in terms of what is the podcast about it's about everything and anything we want to talk about yeah. um and we are not experts we're not claiming to be experts um you know if we ever talk about anything as far as like you know um anything giving out medical advice or anything like that don't listen to us do not listen to us at all um i have a bad habit like when anybody asks me a question even when i don't know i quite often won't answer with i don't know i will you know i will just waffle on some shit that i feel like i know like you've always got an answer yeah it's, it's i and, and it's not a good thing because a lot of the time it's pure shit <laughs> i just don't you know like i you think you know something because you heard it you know on a podcast or you heard it in a documentary and then you waff you go off and parrot that again and um, make it sound like it's either an idea of your own or information that you've like somehow sourced where really you're just waffling off a memory and like how reliable is that I mean, I'm, I'm bad for just taking Facebook as the gospel. You know, I see a picture there, they give me an update, and I go, yeah, that's fucking, that's fact. It's yeah. a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Come back to the Bible and talk to my intelligence mates, and they go, fucking bullshit, dude. Where'd you find that? <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, 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 the worst source ever, Facebook. Um, but yeah, that is what the podcast is going to be about. Everything and anything we want to talk about. Um, I guess also a reason why I asked you to join um, would be, you know, be proper to explain that. I think doing a solo, doing a solo is good, and I do enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed the what thirteen episodes that I did 
just rambling off shit by myself um but it's a bit weird mm. it's a little bit weird yeah yeah you feel a bit crazy i can understand when you crack a joke then you laugh at your own joke and you oh <laughs> oh i'm the master of that <laughs> i am the master of cracking up at my own joke and and like actually cracking up you know like not just laughing at my joke for the sake of like this is where laughter it needs to be yeah. but actually fighting myself and that's gross it's funny but it's gross um and there's only so far into like into your own thoughts that you can get on your own right unless you're going to sit there in silence for a thing for a bit and ponder about something and then you know you can sort of you can get deep into your head about something but it doesn't flow naturally and it would be horrible to listen to like if someone was to ask like you know if i was to be to really think about something um you know it would it would require you know a couple dead silent pauses and where i think it happens more naturally if you're having a conversation um and you know you're bouncing off each other so i think that's a you know that's um another reason why having someone else on is important and and you know we gelled our conversations at work and all that and i think one thing i do like about our combination is that we come from very different backgrounds yeah um and i've always found that really interesting that like how well you can get along with people who you really don't have nearly anything in common with mm. um like yeah. i thought the degrees of separation between my mates that i met when i first moved over to sydney um who i mates with now like i was like damn like we have there's some differences between us you know it's pretty crazy that we're friends and we get along different grew up in different cultures different backgrounds um but you and i are even there's yeah. even more degrees of separation i mean like you know with my other mates like we we kind of had similar interests as far as like content that we would watch yeah. music that we'd watch but i mean yeah. i mean you can't even name you couldn't name three bob marley songs could you fuck i don't think you can name one gun to head if i put a gun, someone had a gun to your head and they go you have i'll give you all the time in the world to answer this uh, give me three bob marley songs oh, could you do it definitely not i mean be happy is that one of them no <laughs> it's not <laughs> that's a chorus of one of the don't worry like, don't worry be happy no that's not bob marley yeah i don't know i mean i fuck, i never listened to um biggie smalls until working with you that's wild yeah that's wild no, i do rate him now he's in my playlist hey he's in my playlist i rate him now is he is yeah, he in your playlist now um, oh look at that, that big big poppy big big poppy, big, big poppy. <laughs> it could be a big poppy if you wanted to be big poppy ryan that's <laughs> but uh, i think um yeah see that's what i mean like that's there's not only the fact that different countries but like culturally you know is that like i like my mates when i first met them over here in australia into the same music you know what i mean there was like yeah. things that we're into i think the only thing that we had in common is that um we both like basketball yeah and like i'm just like a soft a soft fan you know well, and, a casual fan and marvel i think marvel is a big one yes okay yeah we're both pretty geeky for marvel you know? yeah for sure 
So okay. We've had plenty of hours spent just discussing Marvel. Yeah. Granted, you do have much more education on that, though, than me. Well, um, that's only because I have that big-ass thesaurus. <laughs> Can you see it? It's like the Marvel thesaurus over there. Huh. Um, what is it? Oh, no, it might be... Oh, no, it's, it's over there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... But, like, real, is that, like... Yeah. Those movies were, like, the highest earning like the most viewed movies in the world so the fact that we found common ground on that is like not that yeah it's not that it's like yeah you and every single other person on the planet <laughs> so <laughs> but the, i think the, the taste of music thing was hilarious like the could you name a tupac song um i just say i could listen to tupac and you'd have to tell me it was tupac <laughs> wow not one song gun to head not one song no. didn't they what about honestly it's the whitest thing ever but i can name some eminem songs <laughs> see see that's concerning that's concerning because it means it doesn't have anything to do with the genre it's got nothing to do with the genre because eminem is about as hip-hop as it gets it has to do with the color of their skin people that's what i'm saying that's what i'm talking about that's that fifth generation lineage oh. there <laughs> tell us the truth your great great grandmother didn't just steal a loaf of bread there's something more sinister behind that no no that's fair that's fair that's um yeah i mean yeah it's odd yeah i'll say that <laughs> what about okay you can name eminem's okay so name three eminem songs uh so superman Stan, good song um I can get one more. One more, dude. You got gun to your head. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna sit sit here and try and wait. Haley's mom? No, that's not one. No. I mean, damn. Yeah. You got two. I'll give you that though. That's two. That's fair. Um, and listen. I'm just being a dick, okay? <laughs> Not everyone has to be into like hip hop culture yeah. or like Bob Marley and stuff. I'm just giving an example of, you know, the how different, um, you know, culturally and, you know, interest Ryan and I have. And I think that's positive for our podcast because we have two different perspectives um, coming from two different types of upbringings, backgrounds, countries growing up, family dynamics. And I think they can only make for good content. One thing I do not want and I, and I do not like listening to is podcasts with people are just sort of yes manning each other. You know, they're in this little echo chamber of like, you know, so like Le LeBron James, for example, he has his uninterrupted um, podcast. You know, when they're all in the barbershop. I didn't know he did a podcast actually. Yeah, well, so he's like a, I mean, it's like a podcast, like it's like a YouTube, more of a YouTube show. And it's just him, all these other celebrities and they're all talking and like he would just say some shit and nobody really disagrees with him ever yeah like no one's ever gonna you know be, and no one's ever gonna be the devil's advocate yeah for a perspective that he has because it's the king yeah and king. like yeah and you know you're in his environment it's called uninterrupted which means he wants to speak and be uninterrupted mm. you know so i think i wonder how many like how many people would even oppose him as everyday on life maybe his wife and his kids but i mean outside of that how many people actually would oppose him well i think he's i mean 
okay that's fair i think with sports though with sports you need to i think there's like a level of like when they're doing video and stuff like that it's undeniable that he'll be called out for doing something wrong right so he has to develop sort of like a thick skin for being called out like you did this play wrong or you did this wrong that's true so i think sportsmen and sportswomen have a different you know i think business is different yeah because when business when it comes down to numbers and if all you're doing is just constantly you know you're constantly winning because you just you know always making profit and always just smashing goals people get real weird about that you know because um start comparing themselves to like apex predators and shit and have like you know i don't know it gets weird and i think actors as well yeah oh yeah actors like but mind you i mean actually mind you actors go through the ringer too like they don't unless they're like a child star yeah you know most of their early life is going to auditions and getting rejected i mean i just started watching the young rock oh how's that it's you know i mean i'm just so interested about his like his life so i'm watching it yeah like some of the acting and some of the way it's a bit cheesy a bit like uh, yeah you know but yeah i mean it's interesting because like you know he literally is a self-made billionaire yeah so you gotta give him street credit for that you know fully damn right is there anything with brown people that you like <laughs> is there anything that has a brown person in it that you enjoy oh my god man wow this is revealing this is the first episode you've been on as well jeepers nah i'm taking the piss nah of course i mean his acting is fucking terrible yeah i mean i like um we're getting off topic but that's fine yeah hey um his movies some of them are just ridiculous um yeah. the latest one the What's the... Are talking about Fast and Furious? The Fast and Furious when they go to Samoa. Oh, Hobbs, Hobbs, and, Hobbs and Shaw? What's that, Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Yeah, I've that so many times now, like, work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. And it's just, it's just terrible, it's right? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, it's just, just ridiculous. <laughs> the, 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 you know, his acting is, like, there's some scenes in there that are just so cringe, yeah. but obviously, like, the superhuman feats that they do, um is ridiculous and the thing with the rock is that like he shouldn't be on there to be a, like he shouldn't be like a dialogue heavy actor you know it's the a really good movie with him in it where i think they whoever the director is has used him really well is have you seen faster no so the the rock's in prison um and he gets out and he's trying to get vengeance on people that got him into prison mm. so he got into prison because he did a bank robbery with his brother um but somehow they were double crossed yeah and the story is him trying to you know get getting revenge on these people who put him into prison and double crossed him but the thing was that he's he doesn't talk a lot the character they've made him like the super um emotionless very stoic um angry dude who served time he's super ruthless got this crazy reputation in prison and they've made it so that like his acting is more physical mm. right it's him it's him hopping out of a car hopping out of a mustang with a tight t-shirt yeah. and like giving it that kind of that rock steer yeah. or reaching for his gun in slow-mo like, like fucking one eye brow right yeah yeah that kind of shit you know which is where you get the best of him yeah. because you know aesthetically he's just like yeah he's like the superman type dude yeah. so like i don't understand um you know when directors try to get him to have these full really long back and forth uh you know dialogues it's just like yeah. you're expecting a bit much from him you know <laughs> the rock wasn't doing shakespeare at high school he was smashing people on the football field 
So it was like, you know, lean into that. <laughs> they also, you can also tell when you watch that, I feel like, particularly coming from like our line of work, you know, like there's a bit where he's like a bad kid, you know, mm. and then like, the way the mum handles it, he instantly becomes a really good kid. And you're like, that's not how the teenage mind works, especially if they're going off that path. Like that's not no. realistic. Like if they're doing that, it's like not to give too much weight, but his mum like has one go at him and goes, you know, I'm going to talk to you as an adult. Like, what, what, what's happening with you? And he's yeah. like, no, mum, you're right. Yeah. Like, no, it's not <laughs> fucking teenagers work. I mean, you're being a bit useless. I guess, yeah, so it's, it's weird the, the creative license people have yeah. to tell people stories yeah. and how they choose to do it. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, that conversation that he had with his mum could quite possibly be more of a representation of a period of his life. Yeah. Right? No, actually, now you say that, you actually probably, the way the TV show set out, you actually yeah. Yeah. It's good, good. Like, how, how much of it is really that they had a convo or that this is to represent a time when his mum was constantly badgering on him and eventually yeah. he got to the point of understanding. But how can you tell that in a season of like, yeah. what, 12 episodes or some shit, you know? That's like a good point. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Tracking back to why um, I think Ryan and I are a good suit, and, and why I think um, these podcasts will be will be good and interesting, um, is for that reason. That you know, Ryan can't name three Bob Marley songs. I don't know what kind of music are you actually into. Name three, of, you know, it's hard to tell. No, <laughs> all right, go give me give me a group, and the I gave you three. I gave you Bob Marley, yeah. Tupac, and her Eminem. That was kind of the giveaway, but. I mean, my genre is so different to yours, the Triple J sort of stuff. So I know of it. Like, I even told, like, I know I can tell you a band right now and you'd have no idea. <laughs> yeah. All right, give, give me one. Uh, I'll give you one that's became pretty popular on the show. Ocean Alley, they won um, Triple J Hottest 100 two years ago. I'll give you one off the top, hot, um, Confidence. What, is that a group or am I? No, Ocean Alley is the group. So what am I, what am I answering? Three songs. Three songs by Ocean Alley. Yeah. Um, did you see the poster when you walked in? We got uh, probably three meter or two meter by one meter Ocean Alley poster. Fuck Just letting <laughs> you know. Man. So, um, but it's not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. One of the boys owns it. No, you're right. I can't. I can't answer an Ocean Alley. Um, but you know, I think we're we're comparing. You're right. You're right. We're, we're comparing apples to oranges, bro. Bob Marley. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You know, I can't really. Bob Marley. I mean, Ocean Who. Yeah. Ocean who? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm being rude now. Okay, give me another one. I can't, I can't answer those. No, it's all, my, all my stuff is niche. And you're right. I mean, Bob Marley's like, you've given me Bob Marley, Tupac. Like, they're pretty much the greatest of all. Yeah, I think I'm being like, that was pretty, those are pretty generous ones. Yeah. Um, Tar Sultana? Is that one? Three Eminem songs. Oh. Can you top me there? Bro. Um, uh, three Eminem songs. Um, <laughs> yeah, Toy Soldiers. Yeah. Um, to like collapse. Uh, um, oh my gosh! You already said Stan. Mm-hmm. You already said Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, is it my name is? Uh, I think it is. It yeah. is, eh? My name is. Yeah, yeah, I'll give that. Um, Closet. Alright, now you're sure I've been there now, I had a period like even it was big back yeah. I mean I like I mean he was just huge. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'ma stop I'ma stop teasing you for 
the things you're into, bro. Hey, we grew up differently. That's okay. Um, but to, to be quite honest with you, I didn't really get into hip hop until like into my later teens. Really? Yeah, I was real. I mean, well, probably early teens. It was real, like um, you know, sixties and eighties, seventies, eighties, rock and roll. Seventies, eighties. I didn't even know that for you. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh. Like I. I grew up in Christchurch, which is down the South Island, and if anyone from New Zealand knows, Christchurch is like, um, you know, New Zealand European heavy. Lots of white people down there. Uh-huh. Lot, lots of bogans. You're getting into the south of, the, of New Zealand. Yeah. Um, and so people like their fucking rock and roll. And also mum, mum just had like a huge collection of, you know, weird hippie music. Yeah that you, you know, that I grew up with. Um, but yeah. So I think that is a pretty, uh, pretty big deep dive into the, into a new introduction. Yeah. Um, are there any current events that you want to talk about? We may as well get into it. We're first episode in, we're 44 minutes and 50 seconds in. Um, I want to hear about this, this Mike Tyson fight. Yes. I really want to hear about it. I don't know anything. Like, you just mentioned it to me. I know nothing about this. Okay. This is, I mean, it happened, I mean, it must have happened last night because I woke up to it this morning. Yeah. And, um, or, yeah, I think I woke up to it this morning or last, or very late last night, maybe. Did he win? Do you like? Oh, I mean, does, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're fighting Mike, if Mike Tyson's going to attack you in a small space like an airplane, that's like the worst place that you can be. How did it happen? Like, how did he? Was he? Was the guy deserving? Okay, so the first, the first thing that I saw was the first video that I saw yeah. was it was of just Mike Tyson, which looks like he's standing on his chair. Yeah. So his his heart, his body's above the other chair. He's looking behind him, and he's just standing up top, just wailing on this dude. Yeah. So we're talking like cattle class, but surely he doesn't travel like you know. I think it was, looks like business. Business. Okay. It looks like business. Yeah. You know, I imagine he's probably going from like maybe like LA to New York, yeah. or yeah. like New York to what he, yeah. You know, so like probably not uh, flying like for yeah. I don't know first class or whatever it works. But um, so yeah, the first video was that was the only video that I saw. Yeah. Was that part of it? And it made it look like that he's, you know, it was like Mike, title was like Mike Tyson um, beats up man on airplane. Yeah. No backstory, no context. Yeah. As the day goes on, more videos come up and it gives context. Yeah. There's a dude videoing who's, so let's say that there's the two aisles that run yeah. parallel to each other. He's in the, um, let's say the right hand side yeah. lane. Mike Tyson and this other dude are on the left left hand side lane. Yeah. Um, and he's videoing him. So he's videoing him and this dude is wasted. Oh. He's wasted, he's standing up, he's like talking over he's talking over Mike. I can only imagine he's probably spluttering and spitting and shit oh. right onto like Mike Tyson's bald ass head. <laughs> and um he's like calling he's like saying like he's a peasant, he's a peasant, or just saying that out loud. Yeah, it's like little it's little snapshot videos of him just being a, a, a weirdo. Yeah. Um and then the next obviously they, they timelined it so after that then he gets hit um and then it comes back to him and the guy's viewing him going um you know mike tyson just beat the shit out of this dude he's got like a little cut up here his shirt's ripped he's got like this sad look on his face and they go oh he was just trying to ask for an autograph or some shit and something oh, happened yeah. so it was just complete bullshit this yeah. guy was being a, a, like it looks like this guy was being a complete smart ass 
and then Mike Tyson's obviously had enough and just clicked it and yeah Mike Tyson doing some Mike Tyson shit gets up on his chair and just beats the beats the piss out of his dude mate even like what is like the airplane like security where like you know they, have, they always have like that one one guy like yeah. one yeah. even if I mean, imagine just walk up going seeing Mike Tyson do it you'd be like fuck yeah. even <laughs> like you'd have a taser I'd still be like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god you need more than a taser bro <laughs> you absolutely need more than a taser yeah. you need like you need like a heavy like you know was like horse tranquilizer <laughs> you need something that's going to sedate him yeah. if he was to really lose it and like the you know the type of mike tyson that lashed out like you know he obviously pushed him to the very edge yeah. it would seem like because like mike tyson now is this dude who smokes weed eats mushrooms is super insightful yeah. um he's like really in touch with his feelings like i watch him do interviews and do podcasts with people where he starts to he starts to cry he, he you know he really opens himself up and it doesn't seem like the type of dude who would just beat someone up for no reason yeah. or beat someone up and i know people are going to be like violence is never the answer and it's like okay yeah we, we i mean and 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 in the you know utopia there's in a real puritanical type world in a perfect world no violence isn't the answer no. but that's not the way that humans are and that's not the world that we live in the world that we live in is that someone who like he his ability to be viciously violent is on a scale that everyday people just have absolutely no idea right yeah he's like one he's a dude who comes from a very bad background um he was a trained killer you know a, a, a trained fighter and you know was pretty much hypnotized into being one of the baddest men on the planet yeah. and went through all the bullshit that he went through you know he talks about it as well openly that he's like you know you haven't done as much evil as i have you know i've seen yeah. his podcast hotboxing where he really does open up about it mm. and um what do you expect yeah i mean people always push these celebrities to the edge but there's yeah. one celebrity you wouldn't fucking push i mean him and um who's that irish ufc fighter uh, conor mcgregor conor mcgregor i mean i know he's probably a bit of a cunt and like you see him out but like i wouldn't no you wouldn't fuck with them even like no. just in that world realm of like fighting yeah like you just don't fuck with them no they're fighters yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're literally fighters and you the people that are celebrities are the top of the top of the grade you know they're yeah. the number ones like you don't fucking... no you don't and it's and, and it's different you know obviously he needs to be held accountable right people can't yeah. just get away with doing wild shit yeah and 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 going crazy and stuff like that but at the same time like bro, if you're drunk and you're wasted and you go talk shit to someone and someone smacks you in your mouth mm. like that is expected yeah that is just expected yeah um shit you said if you go out you know you often just almost predict when a fight's about to happen when oh you, see you can you can feel it in the air <laughs> you can feel it because you can feel you can see someone playing up mm. acting out of pocket yeah. doing some weird shit yeah um so and, is that one bloke by himself I always find yeah one super drunk guy oh is there, is there the people you fight right <laughs> 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 well, like there's always this one dude that we bash it's always, he's always by himself never has mates we just get him alone no yeah it's, it's just a, a dude just acting out like you know, yeah. acting crazy yeah and and you can ex like i i feel like you can really sense it when 
a dude has like his girlfriend with him oh that's true and then because like you already know that there's like an extra level of tension yeah. where it's like the standards that he feels he needs to meet yeah and to a certain degree that he kind of does need to meet yeah. i mean like if a dude slaps your chick on the ass or something like that or if you a dude yeah. yeah you are kind of i mean okay yes violence is not always the answer but also you want like there's certain shit that you just can't stand for yeah and i think that's one of them yeah yeah and i think that, that like what well, that is assault right oh straight up i mean even like any chick you're with almost you know even if they're just your friend and like some a guy does that to him like it's, i think that's fair enough at least a push and a certain word you know yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And the the if if not a smack in the mouth then if someone gets grabbed aggressively and told to fuck off yeah. like i think that's completely justified man yeah. i'm not saying it's okay no. right like um did you hear that did someone not look we are gonna have to stop this i'm gonna have to pause this and we'll be back welcome back everybody we are sorry the um the thing is we are recording this in a um really uh really expensive studio no this is in, <laughs> we're in the dungeon level of the place i live and i live with four other boys and one of them um four of my mates and one of them came knocking at the door so i had to go answer the door so yeah we're really out here doing it uh doing it raw um what were we talking about we were talking about mike tyson we were talking about him wailing on some dude um how derailed going on about violence isn't okay yeah but it is to be expected yeah i think is the thing that we can land on way to summarize that <laughs> <laughs> i think um yeah i mean if you're going to it's just it's mike tyson yeah you know i feel i um i can't understand he, he he had to have been wasted because i got a lot of mates who i know who are like you know they get they you know when they start drinking and they they go hard and even i can just i'm picturing them even at their worst even at their absolutely i can never imagine them being dickheads like that in the presence of someone like mike tyson no i mean i can imagine mates of mine being annoying but like getting an autograph maybe hanging around a little bit too long you know conversation wise yeah. yeah but never to just straight up insult the man no or, or to get into his bubble yeah you know what i mean because like there is like a, and everyone's different right because everyone has but i feel like there is kind of an understanding like the stranger distance yeah like if i'm a stranger to you there's a certain like you can't get that close to me and you think after the last couple of years we had you know fuck everyone would be a bit more respectable <laughs> of that space yeah don't be spitting on my forehead dude <laughs> um oh look at that we just have to chuck this in yeah. um but yeah agreed dude you have to check out the footage it will be i mean everyone's talking about it yeah I mean, online sure. at the moment and um but it, it's yeah it's pretty crazy yeah is that plugged in okay just some technical difficulties okay we should be good now um but yeah i mean that is the most current event that we have today this is uh 
hopefully we release this pretty early um after we do it but yeah was there anything that you want to talk about bro um i mean yeah um nah there are i mean there are like clickbaity things that like mm. i want to talk about because they've happened but like the time like i feel like with certain things you have to be, it's t you know there's a certain time to talk about it yeah like the will smith slapping chris rock oh. you know like as much as i want to i have a you know a big opinion on that um <laughs> yeah well, okay well let's we we can talk about it we can talk about it i i don't think it was fucking i mean look he's been banned for 10 years um so maybe it was real i still question whether it was real or not really I don't, i'm not usually a conspiracist oh, that's well that's what every single conspiracy theorist says i fucking listened to the radio <laughs> and I, for some reason it stuck in my head that the oscars were losing money they were cutting awards and like whatnot and then all of a sudden you know will smith slaps fucking chris rock at the oscars and now it's fucking huge and think about how much money they made off that you know like i feel like now like that's why i'm like you know what now they've got back they literally cut awards this recent oscars because there wasn't enough viewing and there wasn't enough interest in it but do you but i mean it's questionable because i mean why would will smith agree to do it and then be dead yeah. for 10 years unless there's like an appeal later on in the next or whatever if there's an appeal later on i can imagine but like just chris chris rock's body language afterwards yeah it was yeah he's not that good of an actor he's not that good of an actor no, he's not that he's good not he's just in every adam sandler movie like every adam sandler movie and like old school hip-hop 80s movies where he was like a crackhead yeah you know slightly real he had a really good um tv show about his upbringing as well i don't know if you ever saw oh that. everybody hates chris yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh nice ryan something with black people that you like <laughs> that's awesome we're making leaps and bounds only the first episode together <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah no he that was awesome yeah and the dad who was like that's not a nonsense yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry you can get people getting cancer for doing black scent <laughs> my bad um but yeah that's somewhat what he sounds like um <laughs> it's, yeah dude i don't i don't think it was fake yeah. i think chris rock's body language was too um like he looked shook you know he looked really shook after that but fuck he's an intelligent bloke if it was real just the comment what did he what did he say it was like that is like it was a gi jane joke no no but he says after he goes that's the greatest bit of television you've just witnessed yeah and he knew instantly like that's a fucking huge thing yeah and yeah we got viral yeah. yeah yeah no he's i mean he's a professional dude he's like the the comedian the people who come up as comedians and i'm only saying this because i've watched so many podcasts of comedians in it it seems like the path to getting to be a good comedian is brutal yeah like you got to do stand-up in the most unsavory type places you got to and especially where i consider it to be the birthplace of stand-up comedy america yeah people are ruthless yeah i mean he's from new york yeah um and new york is known for like the sledging yeah the you know the heckling the the you know either bring your a game or you're gonna get you're gonna get booed you know yeah i mean i remember seeing an interview with um, jimmy carr and he said he goes, you know, with shock humor, you need the laugh, then the ooh. But if you're just getting the ooh first, then you've taken it too far. Mm. So like, you want to laugh, and then you go, oh, why am I laughing at that? You know? Yeah, yeah. He and he's brilliant. Oh, he he takes it to the fucking next level. Yeah, and he, uh, but you know, I think with Chris Chris Rock, I think he's such a professional. He would have dealt with so many hecklers in his time yeah. that the fact that he held it together. 
I mean, he's almost 60. Yeah, I know. Is he 60? He's up there. He's like, yeah. So, you know, so he's like a veteran, you know. He's like a, um, he's like an old boy in, in that, in that world, in that celebrity world and mm. performing. Yeah. Um, but it's just the un, what's it, unveiling, the unraveling of, of but Will Smith. He was laughing. And then looks at his missus. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, oh, actually. Yeah, so it, it had little to do with him being offended yeah. and more to do with him feeling as though he had to defend her honour or feeling as though he had to, you know, or feeling as though that was the last straw. Mm. Um, because when he sat down and he's like, you know, he goes, keep my wife's name at your fucking mouth. Like, he, yeah. he looked shook. Yeah. He looked upset. He looked like, you know, there's, you can, I, I can see the... I could see the stress and the anger in him. Yeah. Um, and probably partly it would have been adrenaline. Because when you do something like that, when you do, yeah, well, when you act you, out, you have a rush of adrenaline, you know? I mean, like, did he know he was going to slap him when he walked up there? Like, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, his slap was smart, you know? Like, we, we always hear when people like, line up, it's really obvious, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, work, so line up. But, like, he walked up, hand at waist, and bang. Yeah. Like, like, Didn't telegraph anything, eh? Yeah. Which is, um, but everyone's calling him a bitch because let's say it was someone up there who was much bigger and much more threatening than Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock is a little man. Yeah. He is a little, and like, you know, Will Smith is like, what, six foot three, four? Is he? Yeah, he would be. He's a big, I don't know, is that big? He would be. I still assume actors are small, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, every, he looks tall everywhere, sure you know, in does. all his roles. Yeah. Um, unless they're doing the Tom Cruise thing with him. Yeah, you know, like Tom Cruise is <laughs> meant to be like a midget. Yeah. And they, they yeah. All, all like camera angles and um, to make him look taller. But, you know, I grew up and Will Smith and still is one of my favorite actors um, and favorite celebrities. Yeah. And just this whole shit with him and his wife um her cheating on him oh, and yeah. calling it an entanglement um the, the the red table talk have you ever watched an episode of that no. so it's it's jada pinker his wife her mother and willow smith so they all sit at this red table it's on it's on facebook and they all have these sort of open and honest conversations um where they just you know talk about whatever topics are going on mm-hmm. and talk about their lives um and so they have like three different generations of perspectives and like it's good for people who are into that sort of stuff like the people who are like into oprah and all that it's like a very much like a middle-aged woman type show and, and anyone who's fans of them but they just took they it was just too many deep dives into their relationship too many deep dives into their personal life and there's something about not being in the limelight not being on social media that creates a bit of mystique yeah you know and like leave some up to our imagination we don't need to know everything that's going on in your relationship or all the little dirty details and so because of that show it led to her openly admitting to will smith in front of everyone that she cheated on him um and made him look like a fool and then it sort of made so everyone started calling him like a cuck started calling him you know like all the all this horrible shit that might be the reason why he felt like he needed to yeah himself a bit more yeah and they took they took and i haven't read his book yet i would love to read his book but they talk about in his book how he really felt powerless 
and he felt like a coward a lot of the time growing up because he wasn't able to sort of like protect his mother and you know the females in his life and um so i can see how that could lead to him mm. acting out like that you know i mean at the same time if you've got that much limelight on you for that long period of time i mean what was he, like 15 16 when he started um prince of Bel-Air? oh yeah i mean early 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 teens so like I think he's been so. on that for what like he's been in the in the life like 30 40 years it's gonna yeah. fuck with your head a bit 100 percent. So you gotta have a bit of a false sense of reality absolutely i like i don't yeah people are like well, what do you expect being a celebrity? It's like, I don't quite think, because like, he's like a different tier of celebrity. Yeah. Like he's up, he's up there with the Tom Cruises. Yeah. You know, he, he's up there with the very, very top tier of celebrities. I don't think anyone has any idea the kind of pressure that comes with that. Yeah, yeah sure, you have millions and millions, but like, you just don't live a normal life. Yeah, I mean, the only person who's managed to handle it really well is Keanu Reeves. He's been there since he was a kid, really. Yeah, fully. Yeah, that's true. And he's just like fucking Bill and Ted. What was it? But was it after the last? Um, what's that movie? Oh fuck! How did I forget the movie name? The one that um, where they kill the dog, um, Agent Girls. Oh, John Wick. John Wick. After the recent one, he gave away like something eighty percent of his profits to charities. Yeah. I mean, still, or even ninety, it was like still twenty percent. I mean, that's millions and millions. But I mean, who does that? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He has He's like level-headed. Yeah, I just I, I feel bad for Will Smith, and because I'm such a big fan of his, um, and have and was a huge fan of his growing up, seeing him like slowly unraveling, uh, people are slowly breaking him down. I mean, the amount of abuse and shit he must cop from people um, really, and it doesn't excuse what he did. Yeah, it was a dickhead move, um, but I just it feels like he's always been trying to be the fresh prince you know he's always trying to like cover everything up with humor i'm the funny guy i'm the and i think that might just take its toll on you you know like yeah the fake personality the fake personality the putting it on everyone expects you to be this big bubbly dude um and you know it's sad i remember when my dad used to try and convince me to shave my head because i used to hate any haircuts when i was younger and he would be like you would look like will smith I'll make you look like Will Smith. <laughs> and there was always like the bait to him. And I'll be like, yeah, I want to look like Will Smith. Smart parental <laughs> yeah. Cause like, you know, he was the big, like he was the man back then. Is like men in black, uh, independence day. I mean, um, yeah. Well, I caught the reruns cause that was big early nineties. I think late eighties. <laughs> How dare you, bro? How dare you? Did they not tell you not to ask a woman about her age? Um, that, yeah, I mean, I caught the reruns and, and, and I want that to go on record. I caught the reruns, right? I'm 28. Um, I caught the reruns of it and, but there was like the Wild Wild West, which is a terrible fucking movie if you watch it back now. But at the time it was sick. Is that the one with... The other book, I mean, I can only name one scene you probably get where they're buried to the head with scorpions around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah no. I don't mind that movie. Oh, no, no, that's Scorpion King. Ah, oh, Scorpion That's Scorpion King. That's a good movie. No, that's not Will Smith. That's The Rock. Nah, we're thinking different. Different one. No, I think I'm thinking Wild Wild West. I'm thinking, no, it's definitely not The Rock. It's definitely Will Smith. And they buried... And there's like a heap, this guy, he's like in a wheelchair he's got like heaps of hot girls always oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i rate that movie okay yeah do you like do you actually rate it I'm like if it, like, i would like if i saw it on netflix i would watch it yeah okay 
like I wouldn't choose something else. It wouldn't be like if it was just like on free to air, it's on just whatever. But like if I was to, if I'm seeing Dan choose a movie, I saw it. I go, yeah, watch it. Yeah, because even just saying a bit of the like a bit of the plot out loud sounds ridiculous. Uh, a man in a wheelchair creates a mechanical spider monster. That. <laughs> let alone man in wheelchair creates mechanical spider monster and that was what like he was gonna like take over like a little western country like ridiculous but you know it's just yeah it's shitty i don't like seeing will smith go down like this um i hope that he um you know there's only so much that you can know about a relationship from the stuff they put on social media but it kind of seems like Jada Pinkett is toxic as. Yeah. I mean, she just doesn't seem like a good partner. No. She seems like a good wife. Sorry. Um, she kind of. She does this one thing that I particularly hate with celebrities, and it's they make mundane, everyday things sound really profound, and they do it by using their acting skills, using their like trained ways of of, you know, speaking and and having dialogue with somebody else. To make it sound like what they're talking about is super important like she'll be she made it so <laughs> she there was one episode where she talks about her grandmother teaching her how to masturbate <laughs> and she and she said at 11 years old or 10 years old or something like that teaching her how to masturbate even at 10 yeah teaching a kid to, fuck me wow I, I know and she made it seem like it was this thing that was super empowering to her that she could do that on her own that she didn't need a man that but at 10 and, ten, and, and, and also someone teaching you and you, you hear about the, fuck me <laughs> i mean so many if you listen to a dude say that a dude going at 10 yeah my great granddad taught well, my granddad uh, taught me how to wank when i was 10 years I mean, old you sit down with a teddy bear with him and you know have a conversation <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous but she you know used her slow talking and the um calling it powerful and empowering to make it sound like it was this like really amazing profound moment where really it's just it's just a little bit unhinged and weird very weird like they'll say what's a what's a good example like um okay having a shower they'll be like i woke up this morning and you know i just felt like i needed a moment to myself where I could just really cleanse, cleanse off everything from the day before, really be centered, um, and to really have a moment where I could just wash away all these negative thoughts, these negative feelings, come out, feel refreshed, rejuvenated, empowered, and just really, um, really feeling good about attacking the day and going forward with the day it's like you've just you've just word saladed how to have a shower <laughs> you know it's, what you're saying is not profound what you're saying is you had a shower and you're just like seasoning it um but yeah she drives me insane um but look yeah we as much as i didn't want to talk about it because i know it's been um spoken about lots i can't um it's just too juicy I know that's it. That's why I yeah. suspect it a little bit. Again, why I suspect it. if it's a little bit fake, it is literally, as you said, so juicy. I mean, fuck, even like we're talking about it, it's everyone's spoken about, you know? Yeah, it's I mean, I mean, even when it happened at work, whatever, there was a conversation, everyone was just discussing it, you know? Like, crazy, eh? Yeah. Other side of the world. Yeah. 
Um, did you? Um, I know you said you didn't. Um, you wanted to bring it up, but the war, yes, or the 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 war between the the Russia versus Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, I just don't. I. <sighs> Because you, you said you were paying more attention to it because of your yeah. brother, right? Yeah, because my brother's in the army, so evidently, you know, like, Europe goes to war, you kind of just all of a sudden focus on a little bit more concerns there. But, I mean, like, just looking at it all, like, the reasoning of it all, it's pretty fucked, the whole situation. It's hard to actually get... It's really hard as well, at the moment, to actually learn anything about it because there's no unbiased sources. Mm. Like, all sources are slightly biased. Even fucking ABC now, like... People like talk about like you know everyone. Yes, Russia has made the bad are the bad guys in the whole situation, invading and doing all the wrong things. But there's not much. Are they, bro? <laughs> are they? <laughs> there sounds like some Ukraine propaganda right there. <laughs> speaking of unbiased, or well, speaking of biased media sources. Uh, no, sorry. Continue. But that's that's like that's what I'm saying. It's hard to actually figure out what's. I mean, you hear it, you hear it, but like as well, everything that's said even in the media and stuff it's all like Ukraine says this occurred Ukraine says this is reported this is happening so they're deferring responsibility yeah they're not they're... actually reported um which is controversial I do understand saying this but you know reported 500 or whatever civilians slaughtered it's always Ukraine said that this has happened so they're not they're not standing by they don't trust not from what I've read interesting and like I mean yeah I mean sure that Putin guy's a bit of a fuckwit I mean just trying what I think the reason was what was it to reclaim what Russia was before he ends his reign or before yeah. he dies sort of thing I mean his old and was the belt was super biased as well the one that happened like two years ago yeah yeah I mean it's and leaders do that they they want that they want to be remembered yeah. for something I mean we had the one of the prime ministers in New Zealand his name was John Key and his big thing was changing the New Zealand flag um yeah just people want to be rem remembered for stuff um yeah, I, mean, I think that's right god by New Zealand <laughs> jeez um no nah, but it was a women they had a, uh what's a, a referendum about changing the flag and apparently spent millions and millions of dollars about just having a referendum as to whether they should change it or not. Um, Wasn't there, there a difference between the Aussie flag and your flag, like the red dots or something? The um, red stars? Yes, the, our stars are red. Yeah. White outline. Yeah. We have three, you have four. Oh, so Is that right? I don't know, The Southern Cross. The, the Southern Cross. Yeah. Just get your tattoo out. <laughs> <laughs> you look down. <laughs> You're like, hold on. No, not that white. <laughs> not that. <laughs> <laughs> you got the lineage for it, right? You can quite comfortably get a Southern Cross tattoo. Um, they so the yeah, the people. A lot of people want to change. I mean, I don't like our New Zealand flag, mm. you know, because of the fact that it's so of the Union Jack. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you know it's because so separated from England, though. Yes. Yeah. Independent country. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. How dare you, bro? So like, like, How dare you, bro? So we're independent, <laughs> but like we're not technically Queen's does the fucking can overall things. Yeah, we're the same. You're the same. We're exactly oh, okay, the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, how dare you? <laughs> That's offensive, bro. What do you think we are? No. Um, yeah, I mean, I just it would it would be nice to have our own flag, and we have a Maldi flag, 
for the who the Maori people, if you don't know, are the indigenous of New Zealand, and their flag is fucking that cool. I'll get it up for you. Yeah, it's red, red, black, and white. And you know what a kuru pattern is? No. It's like uh, I'll draw one for you here. Kuru. So like that, you know. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I always like. I always like the like tribal tattoos. Uh, I mean, you've got one. That's Samoan. Samoan. But there's like, but the Maori have, you know, they have tamakos, which is um, very similar, not very similar, but like they have their own designs. So I'll get the, I mean, yeah, for people uh, who are listening, I'm just showing Ryan the Maori flag. That is actually sick. Yeah. So like, that is fucking sick. The black coming on top with like the wave like thing with the white wave like outline and another white thing going followed by the red. Yeah. Yeah. Black on top, the that white kōru. I think I'm saying that right. Kōru. Anyone who's listening who wants to look it up, K O R U. Kōru yeah. patterns. But that is the New Zealand Maori flag, and it is so sick. And like I like, I think that should be our flag, like 100. percent I think it is recognised as like because you know he can recognise two languages. Yeah. So like, uh, you know. Um, I backed that. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. That's yeah. our normal flag. Yeah, but at the moment, like, yeah, you've got the New Zealand flag there. It's very similar. It's very similar. It's, it, I mean, it's a slight color difference. I mean, yeah. Like one star off, but still, you know. Um. Anyway, how did we get onto this? Yeah. Well, we'll talk well, about we'll talk the war. About, <laughs> we'll talk about the war, Ukraine. Um. Yeah. No. So okay, agreed. It's hard to find. I mean, I don't, I don't even know who you go to for a reliable media source anymore. No, I don't. I mean, even ABC and whatnot. Like, that's when COVID all hit. I stopped listening to 9-7 and everything. Just listen to ABC. So, mm. I didn't try and figure it out. But, yeah. I'm very... I mean, I don't know. It's, See, uh, it's hard to find. So, then I spoke to my mate. Um, my best mate is Serbian. And Serbia have an alliance with Russia. It's Russia backed them up in the um, Bosnian Wars. Mm. And he says, like, he, I was telling him, and this is the only reason I figured out it was, like, bias. And I was telling him stuff. Going, do you still back Russia? You know, he's like, oh, mate, all this shit's bias that you listen to. Think about it and look into it. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. So, yeah. That's like, my number one um, pet peeve, though, when people say to look into it. <laughs> or, like, do your own research. Yeah. It just drives me nuts. Because it's like... <laughs> we really are redefining what the, what the the meaning of research is yeah. it's like what research is just watching a bunch of clickbait videos on fucking youtube it's like you know, your research is something that you would imagine takes months to do yeah you know but I, I i totally agree when covid during covid i got so sick of the media and it doesn't and, I, and it's not that i agree or i disagree with anything i got so sick of, of being bombarded um with you know facts or non-facts um statements people going back on statements people you know just the sort of fear-mongering that was going on um and i completely tuned out to the point where i do not watch any type of um is this still around do they even still record the numbers no because the footy season started remember right (laughs) god God forbid it gets in the way of australian sports television but yeah I, i completely disengage with anything to do with mainstream media um and then it feels like it feels like everyone was kind of on that wavelength yeah whether you agreed with things or you disagreed everyone at least thought that the media at the moment is toxic the more i watch it the more i get the more i get scared if i just keep myself and my family safe and don't watch the news 
then life is a lot less stressful, a lot less anxiety. And the people you saw that did watch news every day, they were just so stressed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember meeting someone and um, they were talking about uh, how Bill Gates, this was actually his invention or, or like the, the vaccines was his way of doing like a population, um, population control. Yeah. It was going to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. And it was their way of, and they were like, just see that so candidly. They're like, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's corrupt and the vaccines are, and it's like, if you really thought that you couldn't just go along your merry old <laughs> way, you know, just go to work and have a good old time. You would be living in a complete state of fear. Yeah. You would, you would be freaking out. You'd be like a doomsday prepper. You wouldn't be just one of these people casually telling me that fucking Bill Gates is trying to control the population with a vaccine that I just jammed in my fucking arm. Like it, it, it's, some people are, are mad. But I felt like everyone at least agreed that the media is toxic. Yeah. Then this um, stuff between Ukraine and Russia happens, and then all of a sudden, everyone just c completely forgets about what happened yeah. with the media and COVID, and again relies on the media as their main source of, yeah. of information yeah. and bought into everything. I mean, for example, my girlfriend's cousin, she was living in Seattle in America and moved back home because she, the media was that heavily intense that she thought that was literally a bomb risk. Like she honestly thought she was going to get like, I don't know, not necessarily nuked, but attacked. So she moved back to Australia because she was Jesus. so scared of that yeah. happening. And the fear is so real there. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And if, and if, and if, if we know anything from history is that, um, and current times is yeah. that fear sells, right? Like fear is so profitable for the government, um, for, you know, to have a place that is in, constantly in fear. Um, people will spend money to feel safe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, again, I can't trust anything they say. I don't know really what's going on. I don't think that we are anywhere near close to being in World War Three. No, I, I, I mean, I've got a bunch of mates going to Europe now. Hopefully, <laughs> you'll be fine. Oh, I don't, I don't think we're anywhere near close to World War Three. I don't think we're anywhere near close to having to be, be drafted. Um, no, none of that. Yeah. It, were you a little bit nervous because of your brother? Yeah, literally, that was literally the reason I was like following it. Because, you know, war sparks out in Europe. Just the first couple of weeks, first mm. few weeks, I was like paying attention. So I was like, you know, if if something does kick off, you know, you, you want to be knowing what's happening a little bit. If like, there's a war in Europe, I mean, fuck. It's, it's like, you know, all these war happening in the Middle East, <laughs> the world just ignores it. Yeah, know? it's fucked. It's really, it genuinely is super fucked. But you know, when yeah. it happens in somewhere where there's potential risk, you go, you can recognize even like someone who's not that pays that much attention to go, war in Europe, as you said, history. We've always been involved in all the wars, pretty much in Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, like probably invented it, right? Yeah. Like probably we would go down to history as being the first people to do. I mean, yeah, Europe, all war. Um, Anything America or England gets in, we're there. Was it Anything with American or England? Then yeah, we're there. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's 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 odd if. If they had drive like let's say okay let's say absolute worst case scenario in a parallel universe we go to war and they go all right we need people to go over to europe we're doing a draft we'll take in volunteers That's your brother gets sent over would you go 
That's an interesting question. I've had my mate always ask me this question. She goes, yeah. so you're, you're proud to be an Australian? I'm like, yeah, I'm proud to be an Australian. He goes, well, would you go for war for Australia? <laughs> so he gets you all the time. Does he does a tour with like, yeah, his mates and stuff. He'll always be like, asking somebody he's like super proud about the country and ask them. But um, I wouldn't go to fucking Europe. If Australia's getting invaded, yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I mean, fuck Europe. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. Like, yeah. Not, yeah, I don't give a fuck about Europe, dude. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so are they evading here? Evading here, yes. I mean, if we had another Hitler, maybe. Like, that'd probably be like a situation where you'd be like, all right, that's actually really fucked. And you'd go again, but. Yeah. Yeah, it would be different, right? Yeah. I mean. It's good if you had the knowledge of like what it was doing, you probably would. Yeah. The thing is, like, I want to, I want to say that I'll be the guy that would be like, yeah, I would go to war, mate. Like, I, and I just don't know. I mean, I when I went to the juvie, there was a bunch of guys who were part of um, New Zealand Defence Force who had um, would tra- would transition over to working in the juvie, and because you know they're both government jobs. Yeah. Um, where the juvie was situated was like a couple not far from where one of the um, main army bases are in New Zealand, or in Christchurch. And um, so we would have a lot of those blokes uh, come work with us. And these guys, and like, I just remember having the ultimate man crushes on them because at the top, bro, honestly, they're such like admirable dudes to like look up to. And I was like, you know, at the time, what, 23, um, coming and working with them. And these guys were like super fit. They could like run up, like, they were just these outrageously fit dudes disciplined they come in all these awesome programs for the kids they used to like hold line and i and i just remember having crazy man crush <laughs> on these dudes and just it, it really did change how i viewed like um you know the new zealand defense force the army in general i was just like man that thing churns out some good men you know it's funny like, you say that so coincidentally just when i went out last night um there was a guy that came never met him before he's in the new zealand air force mm. And he was the best bloke. Just you know, you know, just the best fucking manager ever met. So the bloke was there, and then my my girlfriend she works in fashion, and he's saying that, he, and like she's saying it, and she kind of tells a bit of like a CSB, like a cool story. Mm. Like, it was like you know, it was like not much that you could add on to it. And then um, he goes, "No, it's really admirable that you've gone in that a lot of people wouldn't follow the passion." And the way he did it, so as soon as we got there, I bought him a drink. I was like obsessed with this bloke. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like you're just a great guy. Like yeah. just the manners of the guy. Yeah, and I was like. Yeah. They they turn out good dudes. I mean obviously I'm sure there's some bad apples. Oh, yeah. I'm sure whatever local pub they go to, the waitress behind the thing has some bad things oh, to say. Yeah. Like, I mean yeah, I'm sure. But the guys that I met are just like they make you like they would be the reason why if I ever did decide like if we our country was being invaded or something like that and they did a draft and then like you have to go to war, I'd be like, Yeah. Let's go. I've watched that. I've watched Rambo a lot. <laughs> but you know what, though? If you and me ever did get drafted like back in the day, we've all been great like 300 years ago in the medi- medieval times, you know, with the swords and whatnot. Do we you side, think, though? Well, I mean, the size of us. Like, you're 6'2". 6'1", 6'3". 6'3", thank you very much. <laughs> Bro, how dare you? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, the, the, the distinction between 6'1 and 6'3 is important. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm six five. That just only changes, mate. We'd finally just wake up and stretch our necks. A sniper would get us. <laughs> yeah, that's what that would be useless. Oh, we would be useless at trench warfare. Yeah. People who don't know, which is everyone who doesn't know Ryan. Uh, Ryan is six four, six five. Six five. 
You are 6'5", eh? Okay. Because you hunch. You hunch over. Yeah, like close to the 6'6". Six, six. Are you really? Pretty much. Like, I think it's like a centimeter off. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. You're six, a fucking five, giant, dude. 6'6". Six, six. Is that the same height? That is the same height as NJ. Yeah, I know. It makes me feel bad. I can just scrim, just dunk and like scrape the rim and that man was out there. Yeah. Floating, <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, MJ 6'6", six, six, LeBron 6'9", six, right? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. That's wild that you're, um, yeah, that you're closer to 6'6". Six, six. But anyway, dude, if you're talking, like, are you talking medieval times? Yeah, medieval. We would suck as well. We'd have to carry around, you would have to carry around the 6'5", six, 6'45", six, six, worth of armor. I mean, it's comparable to, I mean, to like, the 5'10", people worth of armor, you know? That's still the same, that's the, to their body weight, it's the same. Yeah, but I mean, like... Are you saying that you have the perfect strength ratio for someone who is six, six, I mean, six? at the moment, if I was worked out, I mean, my sh- I went out last night and my shoulders were all sore from dancing and my hands up to like, fucking aching. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. I was like, training, maybe. <laughs> your arm, yeah, we're talking about being drafted to the war, your arms are sore from dancing. <laughs> Why you why you got doms for Ryan? Oh, I had a merry old time last night. <laughs> Dude, my arms get sore lying in bed holding my phone above my head. You know, when you're like, <laughs> like I have to like reposition my body so that I can lean on and watch my phone. Oh, uh, crook! We should never be drafted, bro. But I mean, in medieval times, I think you would be uh, you would be a bit of a freak. Oh, massively. One, people are nearly dying. I mean, if we talk about medieval times, like when there was, you know, like the Crusades and stuff, yeah. life expectancy way shorter, right? Yeah. So you are at the point where you, I mean, when did people die? They would have died around like 40. If that. Yeah. yeah. So you're almost a very old man. Yeah. And you're 6'6". Six, six, that didn't exist back then. No. Did it? I mean, they'd probably be like the freak shows in the circus sort of thing, like back then, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, like we have like, what do you call it? Like the tallest person's like i think they're like nearly eight foot now so you know yeah can yeah that's ridiculous that's yeah i mean yeah you would be in a circus i could put you in a circus the, the bearded woman <laughs> um but yeah i mean i don't have anything else to discuss about the no. war man i mean uh, it's just yeah shitty situation Sh- shitty situation but i think one thing that we can all definitely agree on is trusting the media is like yeah. <sighs> yeah. no not a big fan of it yeah i, I just it and i think we will wrap it up with that yeah i agree look we we it's gone for an hour and a half we I only intended this to be a reintroduction episode, so we got some it's fear our, waffling out. It's our pilot episode, you know. You ever see like a season one of something mm. pilot? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully, and most likely, this will be more consistent. Yeah. Um, considering that we are not going to waste time on trying to pretend like we're getting the video organised, yeah. um, just as an excuse to not fucking do it. Um, we'll just be releasing audio. Yeah. So for everyone who has tuned in, thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate everyone who has who are listening from the first what thirteen episodes and have stuck around to listen again. 
what is it almost two years later um it is greatly appreciated and that is all anything to sign off with ryan no great first episode thanks for listening yeah ryan you've made leaps and bounds with your um with your racism on today's episode that's great (laughs) kidding thank you for listening goodbye